Greece is the word I'm sad that I heard this morning. Hey, everybody, I'm Steve Green with Bill Whittle and Scott Odd, and this is Right Angle, brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. Uh, gentlemen, Greece, whether you're talking about the musical that I finally saw a little later in life or the movie, which I fell in love with as a 9- or 10-year-old boy and knew all the songs and had a crush on Olivia Newton-John and all the rest, it's getting a prequel on Paramount+. Plus. Coming out. Hooray! Yeah, coming out in April. I can't wait not to see this. But unfortunately, I did see the teaser trailer. And because I love you, I'm going to inflict it on you now. Here you go. Ladies. You must be careful with whom you associate. The girl's reputation is all that she has. Maybe sometimes you gotta be bad to do good. Things are about to get wild. Greece, Rise of the Pink Ladies is the <laughs> title. And I think it was really a shame is what they did to Frankie Valli's title song from the original 1978 movie, which is probably the best, uh, what do you call it, disco-infused ode to 60s counterculture for 50s blue-collar kids ever. Sure. <laughs> Certainly one of the top five. Uh, gentlemen, it's not just a musical. It's not just a prequel. Uh, the new series is about the experiences of teenagers at Rydell High in 1954. So this is five years before uh, uh, Sandy uh, came from Australia to Rydell. And it's about kids with marginalized identities. Uh, according hmm. to one of the stars, uh, Ari uh, Noto Tomazo, who uses they, them pronouns because she's way too edgy for us squares. Um, and instead of being about teens, you know, being stupid about love and sex, like, high school teens usually are. Uh, the all-new cast, and this is a, another quote from Ari, will represent another struggle that overlaps with things we're dealing with today, like racism. Because racism hadn't been invented yet in the 1950s. It was a, it was a much more innocent <laughs> time, wasn't it, Bill? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, when I think about the original Greece, obviously the thing that I remember most, of course, is the political struggle. That's yeah. built into the, to the uh, to the storyline, and this is the this is the meta point here, right? Everything is political now. Everything and and all of our history has to be. Uh, what they're what they're doing. Uh, first of all, let me let me say I, I predict this is going to have the same level of economic and critical success as Velma. Uh, so <laughs> so that that's there. For those of you not familiar, they re, they they've done what is. It, by all accounts, the worst show ever made, uh, a, a reimagining of Scooby-Doo told through the eyes of mm. Velma and, 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 you know, yeah. Daphne's gay and, and you know, okay. And there's no dog. And there's no dog. Other than that, it's Scooby-Doo, right, exactly. So, so the same thing with this, right? The, the, first, girl band, the first girl group ever, the, the pink ladies. Yeah, because 1955, man, if there was ever a time that was all about trans acceptance and, and that kind of thing, that, w that would be it. Steve, the thing about this is, not only does it politicize everything, it is designed to undo 
to retcon retroactively um, what's what uh, retroactively conform anyway it's designed it's basically designed to rewrite our history right so those of us who saw Greece in the movie theaters in in when I was a senior in high school in 1977 was just the most fun movie ever that's why we loved it and uh, and this is going to be a slog right it's going to be it's going to be a, a a walk down a long line being hit over the head with a stick by people who have something that they that they really want to beat into you and it's going to fail obviously and it's going to get ignored just like ghostbusters 2016 just like the all-female ghostbusters just like all the rest of stuff but it but it still hangs up a, a bit of a tarnish on this um now uh unbeknownst to uh steve here by weird coincidence uh before we found out about the show topic I was looking, I, I just stumbled upon something I saw on YouTube, and I was going to actually post it on my Facebook page, uh, but I'm going to just show it to you now, just just so you can remember, those of you out there old enough, just so you can remember what, what Greece was really all about before it became about, you know, how you miserable, racist, white supremacist, cis, normative, you know, bastards uh, uh, ruined everybody's life. Take a look at this. I'll just show it to you a little bit, but it just made me feel good. nothing but politics there boy i couldn't couldn't possibly uh find a way to add more politics to that steve it's look the reason i like that clip so much is because it, it captures the essence of what of what greece was and what these people have not shown the slightest particle of in the entire 10 years that i've been watching them and that is fun i have not seen the i have not seen this woke mob ever smile ever laugh ever have fun ever relax ever joke ever ever play around ever tease nothing everything's all about we must reconstruct the society according to the to the to the tenets laid out by by chairman mao blah 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 and nothing is fun and then you see this clip of of john travolta's taken obviously not too long before Olivia Newton died a few years ago, and 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 you just just look at these two people who are friends. They 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 became lifelong friends because of this movie, and they're just having a good time. And everybody in the audience is watching is having a good time, and everybody watching in movie theaters having a good time. I don't suspect I'm going to be having a good time when I don't go to see Pink. <laughs> ladies or whatever the, the hell ladies. I, I have a theory. Any movie title that has "Rise of" in it is going to suck. And I, I, I'm yep. not sure I, that's ever led me astray. Oh, and by the way, yeah. Greece, of course, is about a bunch of guys, right? And now, of course, in, in accordance with our new with our new um, insect overlord instructions, this movie, this series will be about a, a bunch of girls because 
Because everything's about girls well, now. No, the, the original was, was about both. You, you had the guys, the gals. Yeah. Um, and Yeah, but you, well, you're right. Yeah. You're right. I guess I just yeah. remember the, the male numbers a little better because they were more, a little more kicking. Because you were identifying with them. Yeah, man. Grease lightning. You kidding? That was oh, awesome. That was, that's a, a great was, number. Pulling spark plugs out of that baby. I was feeling like a champion. Yeah. And I didn't realize until I was much older just how naughty some of those lyrics were. It's 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 just it's good clean fun with with a little bit of a naughty side. Who <laughs> doesn't love good, that? Clean, there was fun. a societal there was a societal debate about whether or not the term pee wagon was was admissible in this in this song um, on Grease Lightning. Right? It's a real yeah. pee wagon. You know, oh my God! I don't know. Now. That's the name of one of the characters. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid you're right. Uh, just judging by the trailer and what the, the stars have said in the various news releases came out uh, on Monday and Tuesday. Uh, in, okay, so I think part of the charm of Grease, Scott, was you had the, the, the nice kids and you had the bad kids. And two of them from these two different groups... They they fall in love and they don't have to change for each other is sort of the the sweet message of this this silly musical. He tries to you know join the track team to impress her and she tries to to dress all naughty to impress him and in the end they really just love each other for for who they are and I I, I love that it's 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 really sweet. Um, but again, judging by what we've seen of of Rise of the Pink Ladies. Um, you're going to have your, uh, your 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 oppressed, marginalized kids, and your oppressive, uh, heteronormative kids, and the heteronormative yep. kids are going to learn to be less fascist by listening very hard to the oppressed uh, uh, weirdo kids as they sing and dance about what it's like to be <laughs> oppressed. Um, I guess they them's <laughs> just just want to have fun, right, Scott? <laughs> Well, you know, a couple of things I thought of. First of all, I thought like pink ladies, aren't those like cookies or some sort of tropical drink? Or I forget what is it? Where have I heard that term before? Don't go to a bar in Texas and order a pink lady. Just don't. (laughs) So um, so that was the first thing that occurred to me. Um, The other thing is, I guess we should be honored. Uh, And by we, I mean we geezers. Um, and I think they need to change the phrase, okay, boomer, to say, thank you, boomer, because we find that your cultural icons were so compelling that we need to co-opt them in order to carry our message. We can't come up with a fresh perspective. So that doesn't so we, suck. We have to dip into the deep, rich well of cultural icons of the 1960s, 70s, and earlier. Um, and so this is really kind of a tribute to our generation for which we should be honored. Um, the other thing is kind of what's next? I mean, are we going to have Oklahoma, the rise of the haystack hose? I mean, what's, <laughs> co- <laughs> what's coming up? Well played. So, um, yeah, it, it's... I, I unlike seven Bill, brothers for seven brothers. That's, that's going right. to be the next the next movie <laughs> that's going to uh, tap into our rich cultural uh, heritage. I'd rather you not refer to me as a brother," said brother number six. Um, so the uh, I, I guess I, I did not see the movie over and over like Bill and, and his friends did, but I do remember it. I mean, who could who could escape the songs uh, at that time, which were being played in constant rotation okay. on the radio? 
Um, and that iconic love story, it is a, it is a Montague and Capulet story. It's, it's, it's a boy and a girl from two different worlds who, uh, who come together. And, you know, in this case, like Steve said, they try, one tries to change the way he is and the other tries to change the way she is and trying to, you know, to connect. And they find out that they were loved as they were. It's a love story. It's not a political diatribe. It's not some, some revolutionary manifesto. And in in that uh, trailer that you just showed, I forget exactly what the line is, but you know that sort of line of you know sometimes you gotta be bad to do good. I'm thinking, well, gee, the original movie's message was almost exactly the opposite. It was like you know sometimes just be yourself. You know, it's like you don't have to put on airs. You don't have to do something terrible. Um, he fell in love with her, and she fell in love with him because of how they were. So anyway, I I you know I wish them all the best of luck trying to uh, to trying to transform this lovely story into something that'll play well at the next DNC meeting uh, but like Bill I think it's going to be a struggle uh, uphill all the way you know you just reminded me Scott uh, because you brought up Romeo and Juliet which of course is two teenagers who fall in love and die um, yeah <laughs> not not nearly the the that's not ending. the point I was making I, though. I, no I I, I know <laughs> But you reminded me that the original treatment, I don't know if it ever made it to a full script for Pretty Woman, has him leaving her at the end, and she ends up uh, you know, in the street addicted to heroin. And somebody took a second look at this and said, you know, there's a much really? happier movie in here, and why don't yeah. we make that movie instead? And thank goodness, because yeah. what a sweet, silly, unbelievably stupid and entertaining movie that was. And I like an entertaining movie. I'm crazy. Requiem like for a Pretty Woman. It sounds like Requiem for. <laughs> so it sounds like Requiem for a Pretty Woman. <laughs> that's that's no good. That's no good at all. Um, but it occurs to me that streaming, uh, in the case of these, not not all streaming, but in general, streaming might be the worst thing to have happened to uh, to TV and movies. And the reason is you've got these 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 big Hollywood budgets that no longer have to appeal to mass audiences. So they're throwing all of this money on what is essentially art house fare. If, if you want to make a, uh, a movie about the, the rise of a sort of uh, rebel, lesbian, whatever, click in a high school, I think there's probably a, a movie to be made in that. It's just not going to be a movie with, with big mass appeal. So you make it on a smaller budget, and in the olden days, it would show at the one art house theater downtown or, or go direct to video if it, were the, uh, if it were the 1990s or later, and it would find its audience as, as these things always do but when you throw big money at what are small projects you end up well you end up with disney plus which lost four billion dollars last year four billion dollars is what disney plus lost last year and they had the mandalorian season two so you know they, they should have been making money but no they throw big money at tiny little niche things like rise of the pink ladies and what can I tell you? I won't be streaming. All right, that's your right angle on that. Brought to you by the members of BillWhittle.com. And just a reminder, if you've been watching these shows for free, God bless you. But please consider becoming a member of Bill Whittle, becoming one of our sponsors. So go to BillWhittle.com and join us today. Thanks so much for watching. We'll see you next time.